0: Have you ever tried to freestyle?
1: Um, here's what I'm gonna say right here and now. Sometimes, if I get stoned and drunk, I'm the best rapper in the world. Hell yeah, dude! I'm simply that's the greatest, awesome. the greatest rapper that's ever existed.
0: <laughs> I have no doubt. <laughs> well, do you want to tell everybody um, who we are, what we're doing here?
1: Absolutely. Um, welcome to the Disastrous Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about um, you're walking down the street, you have your sunglasses on, you're playing music in your ears, and then you step in in dog poop. Mm-hmm. And then your whole day is just turned around in a real bad way.
0: They're the oopsies. In a real bad way. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you're really unlucky, your granny cart goes in it right after your Ooh. shoe does because you are dragging your bulk toilet paper home <laughs> in your granny cart and it just smooshes. Do you have one of those? Yeah. yeah, man. I'm old lady. I'm living that granny cart life girl. Like yeah. I mean I'm old lady so I go like I buy like bulk toilet paper and just like a pallet of soup. If you want bulk <laughs> anything. Um, but yes <laughs> that is us. <laughs> That's us, yes, I'm Amanda I'm Hannah And, uh, yes, welcome to our disastrous podcast Um, Hannah's gonna tell me a story today
1: I am indeed All right. so, um, first off, I'm gonna give a super big shout out to one of my favorite podcasts for giving me this this idea And it also kind of relates to your story, which you Mm. just told me, which will either come out next week or came out last week, depending on what order we release these in and um the podcast is called maintenance phase and they debunk you know diet culture they talk a lot about fad science they talk about like scammy health influencer stuff awesome wow okay it's cool. aubrey gordon and michael hobbs who are like great writers great journalists and like mm-hmm. they just both have such like Fun personalities, and they're just lovely. So, great. A big shout out Love to it. them. They're doing a okay. three parter right now on RFK Jr. and the anti vax movement in general. Um, oh, wow. So, I stole a little idea from there.
0: Okay, great.
1: Um, trigger warning kind of before we go, go into it, there is a little bit of animal testing stuff, um, okay. which can be a little rough to mm. hear. Yeah. I'm in. All right. So today I'm going to tell you about the cutter incident. C-U-T-T-E-R. Um, Amanda, what do you know about polio? Oh, great question. Not a whole lot. I know that it was
0: um, a contagious uh, disease that I believe affects your spine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it, in like the 1940s, 40s became a a real issue. Um and then there's like a vaccination for
1: it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um That's all I know. I mean those that's a pretty good.
0: Okay. <laughs> like all of it was wrong, but whatever you guessed sounded sounded like you maybe read an article.
1: Compared to like what I feel like we usually say when we ask each other what we know, you're pretty you're pretty solid. <laughs> so, um yeah, you know. Yes, famously, FDR had it, a former presidente. Polio Mm. is a highly infectious disease. And while it did have like a really big presence in the 1940s, it's actually been around since prehistoric times. No way. Yeah, there's like ancient Egyptian images and artwork that show children and people with like canes and with like one withered leg which is kind of, like, characteristic of the disease. No kidding. Isn't that crazy? Wow. That's
0: nuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, and especially that, like, archaeologists? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Were able to be, like, they were probably trying to show polio.
1: Yeah. Like, that's nuts. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's so it's Cool. cool. History Yeah, (laughs) I'm like
0: it's cool Not cool that you had polio But like cool that they You know You know what we mean Stop it
1: Um, (laughs) So it attacks the nervous system It can cause paralysis It can cause some respiratory issues And sometimes it leads to death Um, Mm. They first kind of recognized it as a condition in 1840 And then in the late 19th and 20th centuries There were tons of epidemics all the time You know Oh wow yeah industrial revolution people are living closer to each other um it's one of those diseases that's also uh transmitted through like feces <laughs> so ooh, sexy yeah yeah baby mm. <laughs> so you know when like and living... that's why you don't
0: play in the litter box right
1: <laughs> the litter box is not for playing at amanda's kittens um <laughs> So, like, when people are living in, like, close quarters and don't have things cleaned the way they need to be. Um, oh, yeah.
0: We've, we've covered, like, a few stories like that with, like, you know, just um, horrible, like, living sanitation conditions yeah. and stuff like that. It's like you're just, there's poop ev- ev-
1: everywhere. Yeah. Unfortunately. It's all over. Mm-hmm. Um, it's worldwide, too. It's not just, like, a U.S. thing. It's global. Everyone's freaking out about it. In 1916, mm-hmm. there's a major outbreak in the city, in New York City, that kills over 2,000 people. Holy shit. hmm Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. And then the worst ever recorded United States outbreak was in 1952, which killed over 3,000 people. And that just across the country, or was mm-hmm. it kind of... I'm not totally sure. I didn't actually look too much into that. But yeah, I think it's, you know, there would be like little pockets because like uh, one Mm -hmm. member of a community gets it and then it's going to like just spread like wildfire in that community. Um, Wow. Okay. So survivors are left with limb deformities. They're left with disabilities. You know, a lot of the time Mm -hmm. they require mobility aids. Um, They're left with breathing problems and they need like help from things like iron lungs Um, Oh, my God. Yeah, there are some dark pictures of, like, children in these giant breathing machines. Wow. That's gnarly. That's insane. Because children are very susceptible to it, and a lot of children are getting it. So that's, people are afraid. Yeah, like,
0: and your kid is going to be, you know, affected by this for
1: ever because yeah. there's no cure right yeah absolutely there's no cure um, it can be spread like up to two weeks after symptoms appear and immediately before it can be passed through people who are asymptomatic um mm. <laughs> A typhoid Mary Ooh don't you also mm. feel like like your context for understanding stuff like this is so different than it would have been four years ago yeah it's crazy. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, like, I think even four years ago,
1: you'd be like, okay, asymptomatic carrier, and I'd be like, bullshit. Or I'd be like, what did, like, what matter? Like, why does that matter to know about that? Right, like, why, why is it even a detail that you're sharing yeah. with me? Like, you know? And now <laughs> yeah, it's just totally. like, there's all this medical stuff that I'm like, I, I understand this now, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I fully believe that it's a thing. So, in 1949, scientists are able to, like, cultivate the polio virus in human tissue. So they're able to kind of, like, isolate it to study it um, and, you know, grow it kind of outside of a human body. Early 1950s, U.S. physician Jonas Salk um, created the first successful polio vaccine. Good job! I know! Jonas... He uh, first tests it on himself and his family.
0: Fantastic! I know, right? Really fun. Great. <laughs> <And>
1: then,
0: <laughs> was one of them like an unwitting child? That he oh was my like, god! He's like, what? You're four. You can be vaccinated with experimental medicine. Just
1: right? relax. Okay. Like, come on. Once once you know how to talk, you can be, be an ex- a test subject. Like You're going to thank me later. (laughs) And they did, (laughs) probably. Mm -hmm. So a year later, he tests it on 1.6 million children throughout Canada, Finland, and the U.S. Um, And the trials go really well. It's successful. It's a complete success. Thank God, because
0: you can't try that shit on, like, 1.6 million kids and be like,
1: Ooh, ooh, (laughs)
0: I also... My kids were fine. (laughs) I also
1: love that it's, like, like, the way the articles read is, like, Jonas Salk tested it on 1.6 million children. It's, like, did he alone make this choice? Like... (laughs) 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 No organizations were with him. Um, He he was just
0: going into apartment buildings in, like, every city and be, like, hey, um, I'm a guy. I, uh... Went to school. And I got this case of needles.
1: You want one? What do you say? (laughs) (laughs) Um, That isn't, like, the truth, but I do think it's fun to imagine. Right, right.
0: It's, yeah, it's definitely
1: a fun scenario (laughs) for us. So, um, April 12th, 1955, the results are announced to the public, and then... Later, literally that night, or actually at 5 p.m., the licenses to produce the vaccine were signed and given to a few pharmaceutical companies. So, like, right away. Oh, wow. Because there is this pressure. Like, this is killing children. This is killing mm. people. It's all over mm-hmm. the place. Like, if we think we got it, let's do it, you know? hmm Yeah, I mean...
0: If you tried it on 1.6 million kids and they're fine, then...
1: It's a, hey, yeah. it's a good test sample. <laughs> yeah, solid. I mean, I, I buy it. I buy the research. Yeah. So, um, super quick, just like some really brief overview of how vaccines work. Um, mm-hmm. this, I was writing this up at first and I was like, this will be a short one. It's not. <laughs>
0: yeah, whatever. Okay, I got
1: time. So um, how some vaccines work, there are a few different types of vaccines, but Jonas Salk's polio vaccine is considered a killed or inactivated virus vaccine.
0: Okay. So
1: basically what they mean that means is they take a little bit of the virus and they kill it with something like formaldehyde or like heat. Um, okay. And then they put it in the body and it's... Because it's still, like, the whole virus, the body can recognize it and create an immune response, but Mm -hmm. it can't replicate because it's been killed. Because it's dead, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Smart. Yeah. I would have never thought of that. (laughs) (laughs) That Guys, good work. Hey, scientists. Scientists are really doing something
0: great job guys like you are really doing stuff that i would have never thought to do and that's that's saying
1: something (laughs) because i thought of a lot of things
0: listen i got a bunch of conspiracy theories just rolling around up here it's shocking that i haven't you know turned one into a vaccine or something but you know
1: so the um announcement goes out the licenses were given to companies and a lot of these companies like they knew that they were probably going to get the license there were like Mm -hmm. i think six companies that have been tapped and so Mm -hmm. they had already manufactured vaccines so that night wow licenses go out vaccines are shipped (gasps) wow that's amazing no it's incredible great job Mm y'all like
0: really a plus work Mm -hmm. i'm just so impressed um A plus work for most of them. Yeah, yeah, for most, obviously., um, you know, we can all be you know top of the class, but uh, I don't know. I feel like you know, through most of our episodes, I'm just like so disappointed in like companies and people. yeah, I'm <laughs> like and I'm like, wow, I don't even know how to react to to this news. I'm like, that's really <laughs> of like efficient really great,
1: efficient, uh, you
0: know work efficient work of people trying to like save lives and i'm like
1: yeah okay so thank you so some of these pharmaceutical manufacturers get a gold star um Mm. but one of them is cutter laboratories oh okay okay
0: you know what i love a way you tell a story because i forgot all about cutter industries until i was like She's not gonna just end the episode here though, right? And be like, "Great job. Um polio not um uh, not that
1: big a deal yeah. anymore, and just yeah, who cares? No Hey, we're done. <laughs> 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 Although I will say nowadays, I think polio is almost completely eradicated. I think mm-hmm. in the United States, I don't remember how long it's been, but like we haven't had a case of polio in years and years and years. Um, a few nice. countries will sometimes have, like, a case pop up. So, polio, mm-hmm. by and large, like, that's why we get the vaccine and keep getting that vaccine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Great job. Okay. So, what the hell did Cutter Industries do so cutter to laboratories, really mm-hmm. uh, biff
1: it? <laughs> what they do? Uh, they're a family-owned pharma, pharma company in Berkeley, California. Um They've been around for a while at this point. You know, they in during World War II they actually had a contract with the government. They were like making okay. penicillin. I think they were one of the first companies to be making penicillin.
0: Great job saving a lot of people
1: from syphilis, long term syphilis. That's good job, guys. Hey, good thanks. Work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, April twenty fifth, about thirteen days after the vaccines are shipped out. A one-year-old infant comes to the doctor with legs that are completely paralyzed. Shit. The next day, the state epidemiologist for the California Health Department calls Dr. William Workman, who's at the National Institute of Health. And he's been kind of running all the vaccine kind of stuff. (laughs) Great, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) overseeing (laughs) yeah the production, the distribution, Uh,
0: helicopter parenting it kind of yeah.
1: So this state epidemiologist calls to report two seven-year-old boys who are paralyzed in the left arm. A few hours later, he calls about a fifteen-month-old. By the end of the day, Workman, Dr. William Workman, had been told about six children who were paralyzed. But the odd thing, what is happening? The odd thing is all those kids had been vaccinated and all of them received doses from a batch of cutter labs, vaccines. Shit. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh my God. What did you guys
1: do? <laughs> so Oh no. they Aww. withdraw their vaccine from the market because the government can't do that. The pharmaceutical company has to do it themselves what no
0: listen we were here with duck boats this is not uh, when they're like when they're like we've got a government agency overseeing these things but they really don't have the power to do I anything never. they can just make suggestions it's just uh. like I'm gonna punch myself in the face <laughs>
1: <laughs> so cutter withdraws their own vaccine though they, they do the big thing they do the right thing I <laughs> um, guess great whatever but the damage has been done a yeah, hundred... I was going to say babies are paralyzed, <laughs> yeah.
0: but I guess thanks for pulling your shit, Cutter Industries.
1: 120,000 doses of polio vaccine had been distributed that contained the live virus, not the killed one. <gasps> oh, my God. You're shitting me. There's how is that even possible? What? How are they even? So they are injecting polio. Into people,
0: straight live polio, like just giving it to
1: people. Oh
0: my god! What a catastrophe! Yeah, did they just get the pants sued off of them by every single person in the world? Not
1: really. I'll kind of. I'm sure you're gonna get to that. Yeah, I'll kind of get into that. Um, but like, not really. Oh my god.
0: Um, Oh, my
1: God. 40? My cat
0: is looking at me like,
1: what? What's wrong? wrong?" Mom, what's wrong? What's the...
0: (laughs) She literally, she was licking her ass, and then she, like, looked up, and she's like, is it... Do we need to evacuate? Like, are you
1: okay? No, I'm not. (laughs) Can you believe that? I, like, I had the same exact reaction to you when I heard that. I was like, "Oh, oh, like, what? Like, that's like stop breathing kind of... What the... Oh, my God. So, 40,000... I, I just, like, I don't even yeah. know what to say. Like, yeah. I just... Oh, we've been
0: doing this for over a year, mm-hmm. and I'm still, like, mm-hmm. I, I, pr- pressed for words. Like, mm-hmm. I, I... What happened?
1: Yeah. Well... <laughs> um, what ended up, like, the results of that were that 40,000 children develop a milder form of the disease, which is kind of just like flu-like symptoms, thankfully. Um, okay, thank God. 56 developed paralytic poliomyelitis, which is the full name. Oh. And out of those 56, five children died.
0: Oh, babies. Oh, And it was all children?
1: Those were, children were getting the vaccine first um, because they were at the biggest risk. But, like I said, it creates epidemics within communities. This exposure created epidemics within these families and communities. So it'd be someone who's like, oh, my son got the vaccine and now I'm getting the disease.
0: Oh my God. It's worse than we thought.
1: 113 more people were paralyzed and five more people died.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cutter Industries, you were supposed to vaccinate children, not kill families. Opposite.
1: You really, you really fucked this. I'm about to say a sentence and you're going to lose your mind. Um, (laughs) So Cutter Laboratories (laughs) consistently has maintained that they are not to be blamed.
0: I'm... I'm going to throw my computer out the window really quickly. (laughs) I um, just want everybody to know that I'm about to go full apeshit.
1: Like, Mm -hmm. what do you mean? How do you, what are you talking about? So they both have a point and don't have a point, (laughs) which is like, okay. they were following the protocols for the commercial production of the vaccine. They were sending samples in to be tested at the National Institute for Health's Laboratory for Biologics Control. Okay. They were following the protocol. The protocol was shit.
0: Wait, how did... Okay, so what did the protocol have in it that didn't line up? And how did Cutter Industries... How were they the only ones that gave faulty vaccines? Yeah, that's a great... I was like, I know you're going to tell me.
1: (laughs) No, incredible questions. These are all kind of the things that are confusing. So yeah. it was an institutional failing, but also um things they had to do like very specific, like not exactly cutting corners, but like doing the bare minimum. So it's like Okay. Yeah. It's like they they weren't exactly like taking it on themselves to be the best pharmaceutical company they could be. <laughs> Uh, right surprise right. surprise a pharmaceutical company shocking yeah fucks they're, up.
0: they're like we're gonna bottle this up we're gonna make our nut we're gonna move yes. on to the next
1: so All right. during um there were two companies that went on to produce vaccines commercially that also were producing them for the trial those 1.6 million children that jonas salk you know vaccinated in his testing so there's a lot of difference between the, the trial vaccine creation and the commercial manufacturing. Um, okay. In the trial, okay. there's a triple test. So three different uh, laboratories are testing the batches to see if there's any live vaccine. You know, Jonas okay. Salk's lab, the Biologics Control Lab, which is part of the National Institute for Health, and the company itself that's manufacturing. Okay, great. For the commercial production, the pharmaceutical company is the only one testing their batch. Kind of. Right. Only one testing all their batches. They did have to send some samples in, but they didn't have to report failed samples. They could just kind of pretend that didn't happen. Hmm. Yeah. So you graded your own test. (laughs) They graded their own (laughs) test. And then Good when they job. got an A-plus, they gave that one to the teacher.
0: Yeah. Wow. That <laughs> seems like the perfect system. hmm
1: For the trial vaccines, Salk had a protocol document, which was 55 pages long. Um, okay. And then for the commercial manufacturing, they had a document called minimum requirements, which was five pages long. It was like <laughs> three steps, and that's <laughs> it. Oh. So the trial okay. companies—it's so there are so many things where I'm like, "You were doing so good. Why <laughs> you were did, doing so good? Why did you why change? Why did we stop doing good? Why did we change the protocol?" <laughs> like. <laughs> So like,
0: all right, you know how we've kept everything like really under control and mm-hmm. everything's been like real on the up and up and real sciencey, right? What if we just, I don't know, let it loose and had people do like their own interpretation. You know how like sometimes you'll give like a a, a Shakespeare script to mm. a, a bunch of middle schoolers in an art yeah. program and you let them kind of like rap. And like change lines and stuff like that. Like, let's just do that.
1: Yeah, like, let's let these companies do Cyberpunk Hamlet, you know?
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, if pharmaceutical companies should be doing anything, it's definitely cyber Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk Hamlet. Hamlet.
1: That's. <laughs> and we will die on that hill. So, um, during the trials, the companies had to make 11 consecutive lots a vaccine that were virus free. So okay. they had to basically be like, look, this is batch number 1 and batch number 1 is virus free. And here's batch number 2 that we made next, you know, to show mm-hmm. that like we have the process down. Yeah. Um consistency. Yeah. That requirement was not n- nowhere to be seen. They just <laughs> They just had to have a method which was consistently effective and reliable in activating a series of lots. But there's like, there's nothing concrete there. That's all flip-flop. Yeah, that's like the teacher being
0: like, I'm not going to check your homework, but like, did you do it? Yeah. And yeah. And did you understand it?
1: Yeah. 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 All right. Fantastic. Moving on. So, Cutter Laboratories, it turns out, hadn't been able to ever produce 11 consecutive virus-free batches. The most they ever produced was four. Cool.
0: <laughs> really cool. And then when it comes back later, and they're like, we did everything right.
1: Well, It's like, no, you <sighs> didn't. They did what the government was asking of them, but it's like you should be a better person. <laughs> do, better. do better. Be better. Just, I know.
0: Um, I know. That's all we want from this podcast is for people to I do know. better and be better. But,
1: <laughs> but yeah. alas, alas. So it was revealed that one third of Cutter's vaccines that they had make had failed safety tests. But again, they don't have to submit the failures so who knows all ah. good over here folks don't look yeah. into it and right. then there were like a series of different kind of procedural things they were doing that were technically fine and right but okay. all put together created an environment where the killed virus could survive or the, the, the live virus could survive um Jeez. yeah I don't know what to
0: say. I I know. I know. You broke me, Hannah. You broke me on this one.
1: Yeah. Sorry about it. (laughs) That's all right. Among kind of some of those things, Salk insisted that the companies use the Mahoney strain, which is one of the strains of polio. It's really, really deadly, And he was like, if we use the most deadly strain, the immune response will be the strongest. But the margin for error then is so slim. Gotcha. Because it's like, if you mess up, you have a really strong strain, you know? Yeah,
0: I totally understand that. Um, Yeah, if you give somebody like the most aggressive form of whatever, Mm -hmm. it's like, you better pray that their immune system protects them from this.
1: Yeah. They also, you're supposed to like filter things through. So basically you mm-hmm. like give the way it works is you like grow the polio virus in a monkey kidney in monkey kidney cells. And okay. then you inactivate the virus with formaldehyde. You kill it.
0: Okay. But
1: between those steps, you have to filter everything through a filter to get rid of the kidney cells. Okay. And like the cell debris cuz otherwise the virus can like hide. Yeah. And then when the formaldehyde comes around it's hiding. And it like doesn't get It's hit. just
0: like, "Oh, you missed me." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Okay, yeah. by the way, I love personifying
1: like virus cells and kidney yeah. cells and <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a real big fan of Osmosis Jones, you know, yeah, yes, oh my God, right, what a classic, um, you know, like the safety tests the government was asking for were totally inadequate. They really only had to like give it to a monkey and then check on mm-hmm. the monkey and see if it was paralyzed and then see Jeez. if <laughs> I know, dude. I was reading this and rough. I was like, I was like, oh, I forgot in the 1950s we were not nice to monkeys. We did not, know we weren't doing them any type of
0: favor. Mm-hmm. We're just like, here you go, bud. All right, we'll see you tomorrow when you're probably paralyzed. Yeah. Sleep tight.
1: I so, fuck. like, these monkeys weren't getting paralyzed. But then other scientists were giving their monkeys cortisone, which creates, like, um, a more sensitive immune response it like kind of weakens okay. the immune system and those monkeys when they got that same cutter labs batch were like paralyzed like that really? yeah wow mm-hmm. holy shit okay another yeah. one that's <laughs> another one that's fun <laughs> God, this is so wild this is like the worst <laughs> restaurant you've ever worked at <laughs> So after they, after they filtered out the kidney cells, they just let the virus sit in the fridge <laughs> for weeks and months. <gasps> what? How? Why? I don't what know. Are you doing? So
0: then any pieces. It's not that... like bananas that you're going to make banana bread out <laughs> of.
1: They're like, we'll Big freeze dorks. this and maybe use it later.
0: Yeah. Ramps are only in season for like three weeks out of the year. Mm-hmm. So
1: the bits that they, that the filter didn't catch, well then it had months to find other bits that the filter didn't catch and create these bigger clumps, again for the virus to hide under. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good lord. <Ugh>. They <laughs> apparently they just kept bad notes. All their notes were like illegible or inaccurate or missing.
0: <laughs> what? Um, what is happening?
1: No other researchers knew that they were having trouble. They never reached out, except at the very last minute, they called a, um, a researcher who worked with Salk, and they were like, hey, do you guys ever, like, have trouble killing the virus? And he was like, what? What? What are you saying? And they were like, yeah, we're just having some trouble. And then, like, within a week, the vi- like the vaccines are sent out.
0: Oh, my God. He's like, I've never had, tr- are you saying that you have? And they're like, I'm asking for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> this is not about me.
1: I'm... I just, what hypothetically. Right? I'm not saying this is what's happening. Mm-mm, but... Mm-mm. No, <sighs> no, no, no. A plus over here.
0: It's complete success rate. You want 11 consistent good samples? We'll give you 25. All right but if somebody couldn't kill the virus then like what would you do yeah if and someone- he's like, let me call you back and then like a week later they just get shipped out I know
1: um over, in general the government and like the governmental agencies that were overseeing everything weren't aware of the trouble they were having they weren't like hey we're like hey teacher could you help me out with this problem um mm-hmm. Except actually one person did know. Really? Bernice Eddie. Uh We love women in STEM. <laughs> yeah, we do.
0: <laughs> All right, Bernice.
1: You wear that lab coat, girl. I know. Ah. So a year before they're distributed, Bernice Eddy is testing vaccines. Um, mm-hmm. She gives six monkeys the cutter vaccine. Mm-hmm. Three of them ended up paralyzed. She went to a co-worker and she's like, if I asked you what was wrong with this monkey, what would you say? And the coworker was like, oh, they were one of the ones given polio. Because they were giving mm-hmm. some monkeys polio. <laughs> Classic. Um, and she was like, no, no, no. That one was given a vaccine. Yikes. She removed the s- removed the spinal cords from the monkeys. Um, Yay! Yeah, sorry about that one. I read it, so yeah. you have to hear it.
0: And that's just how we do it over here. It's okay. okay.
1: And she found yeah. the live polio virus completely evident. She told William Workman, who again, he was running the show, he was um, g- gathering the licensing committee too. He was like getting all yeah. the people together who would then decide what companies were, giving li- were given licenses. So mm-hmm. she told him like, hey, the cutter vaccine paralyzed three out of six monkeys. He never told the committee. <gasps> why not who's to say oh no
0: oh my god i have such uh like i've got conspiracy theories on conspiracy theories and i'm like big pharma big pharma he they cut our industries were
1: paying him off and they knew their shit didn't work and uh, yeah mm-hmm. i mean i think that there was so the the licensing committee was basically gathered and then by like 5 p.m. that day they had to go through like 2,000 pages of research and basically decide if they were going to proceed or not so Mm. I and there was so much press and so much you know news already and there was all this pressure there was one this woman like booked a conference for 5 p.m. So she was like, "By 5 p.m., we have to have this decision, because I already booked the conference room and called the oh reporters." Oh God!
0: All the reporters are sitting in there waiting. We just have to say yes or no. I'm like, Yeah. Oh. So,
1: the Cutter Labs incident, in the end, was an absolute train wreck. Um, yeah. There were failings, basically every everywhere you could look, there were failings. Um, wow.
0: Yeah. I honestly, like, this whole story is just blowing my mind. Like, I'm going to go into work tomorrow and be like, have you ever heard of Cutter? (laughs) Like, uh,
1: This is going to be like a party story. Yeah, this is a good one. I've already used it twice. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But what I, I don't want people to think I'm not pro-vaccination because I'm extremely pro-vaccination.
0: Absolutely. We just want you to do it right.
1: Yeah. And the thing about this, the thing about this incident is it is horrifying, but it also forced, you know, government organizations to change how they're overseeing things.
0: I was just going to say it like it kind of forces you to actually like do your due diligence and actually listen to Bernice and be like, 55 percent of the vaccine they gave us is actually actively giving them Mm -hmm. the thing that we're trying to prevent. So maybe cancel the conference, send those reporters Mm -hmm. home, and we will read this stack of papers. Yeah.
1: And And that's it. It it changed the landscape of vaccine production and protocol. Um, No one was ever fired or stepped down at Cutter Laboratories. Um, Of course There was... There was at least one big lawsuit that was brought to them and they were mm-hmm. found they were found not negligent, but yes, liable. Hmm. Which is interesting.
0: Wait. Yeah, I'm like I don't know how you know how that works. I'm like, so, I don't know that math ain't mathing for me, but
1: they they took the proper care in making the vaccine, especially according to the government' standards, but they were mm. responsible for the product they put out. I think is kind of the idea okay yeah okay right mm. that and that case mm. actually set this really wild precedent of suing pharmaceutical companies for vaccines, and um, that wow kind of became a really messy 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 situation um Mm -hmm. i didn't look into that that much but again on maintenance phase they talk about the the laws surround like the legal protection of people manufacturing vaccines that had to be put in place because like everyone and their mother was suing pharmaceutical companies
0: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's honestly what I thought was going to happen with this. Yeah. I'm like, you can't actively give people the thing that they're getting vaccinated against yeah. and come out like unscathed, but apparently you can.
1: It's like in this case, I think like suing them was absolutely warranted. But the problem mm-hmm. is then people are like, Oh, you gave my kid the flu shot and then he fell down and now I'm going to sue you. And it's like,
0: uh, well, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, I can't, I can see that. Like, I guess I just, oh man, they really fucked it so they hard that it. I'm like, so surprised that it wasn't just a catastrophic, yeah, you know, lash back that yeah. happened.
1: Wow. Um, the Secretary of Health, Education, and Welfare, Ovetta Culp hobby um, she mm-hmm. was the one who signed the license for them to manufacture. She ended up stepping down. Um, mm-hmm. The director of the National Institute for Health resigned. Um, mm-hmm. The The, the Gottsdenker family, who was the family that sued Cutter Laboratories, were given uh, like a financial payout. Um, okay. But, uh, yeah, they kind of set this gnarly precedent. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Wow. That is just an absolutely wild story. Yeah. So, you know, now I, again, just want to reiterate, don't be worried about getting vaccines because the regulation of vaccines nowadays is so much more effective and so much Mm -hmm. stricter. Partially because of this incident.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like we don't let people kind of go loosey-goosey and report their own, you know, grades.
1: It's like now the government is like, we'll do our own couple thousands of tests, you know? (laughs) Yeah, and like we'll hire like a separate department to do all that. At the time they had... 25 people working in the National Institute for Health, like in that sector, and only Mm -hmm. 10 of them were scientists or doctors. Now, you know, however many years later, it grew to 250, then 450, you know, now it's a giant thing, its own department, you know. (laughs) Right, right.
0: They didn't, they had, like, they started off the department with, like, 10 scientists and 15 monkeys and that (laughs) is just not that a department does not make (laughs) uh...
1: oh god i forgot we really were so cruel to monkeys
0: oh sorry monkeys we're really sorry (laughs) but thank you for your service your paralysis was not in vain don't planet of the apes us yeah please don't planet of the apes us I mean, or do whatever. Fuck it. Doesn't nothing matters. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> on that really depressing note, <laughs> incredible.
1: Um, do you want to tell everybody where to find us and follow us? Absolutely. You can find us on Instagram at disastrouspod, on TikTok at pod disastrously with an L Y. Uh, you can email us at disastrouspod at gmail.com um, Let us know what your favorite vaccine is. Yes, please. <laughs> Um, and make sure to like, rate, review this one. Um, send it to a friend unless you want to be the only one with a cool cocktail party story. In which case, <laughs> send them a different episode. <laughs> right, and it's like we get that, but
0: like, just you know, be cool about it. All right. Well, yes, this has been uh, the Disasters Podcast. I'm Amanda. I'm Hannah. And uh, again. We love you and respect you, and we'll catch you on the Flippy Floppy. Bye.